It's the Rams house, powered by guys in shorts. Whose house? Rams house. Where is everybody? Oh, that's right. It's just me. Darren Besa, who's usually here with me, is uh, off gallivanting across the, the world. I think he's down in Cabo or something. I don't know. So it's uh, it's just me this week. So I'm going to make it quick, kind of get through everything, recap the game against the Saints, get through some news and notes, and look ahead at week three against the Cleveland Browns. I am Jeff Wilson. This is the Rams house. Let's talk some Rams, shall we? First off, before we get to that big Saints win, the uh, stadium name was finally announced for the new Rams Stadium. That is SoFi Stadium, short for Social Financial. Uh, they got the naming rights for the next 20 years. So uh, the Rams and uh, Chargers will be playing at SoFi Stadium starting in 2020. Um that will, however, be kicked off by two nights worth of concerts from Taylor Swift, which um, we need to pull out our rabbit's feet and cross our fingers and toes and, and do everything we can to fight against the Taylor Swift curse that uh, has plagued other teams, I believe, uh, including our beloved Los Angeles Kings. They could probably tell us about that. So let's move on and talk about this game, Week 2 versus the New Orleans Saints. I think everyone was excited about this one. I feel like it was it was one of the marquee matchups on the Rams' schedule this year. And, um, and you know, definitely we knew the, the Saints were going to be coming in here looking for blood after last year's debacle. And, uh, and they were ready to, to, to show, us, show us what's up. Well... It did not go in their favor because we beat those Saints. Unfortunately, Drew Brees did go down, and that uh, you never want to see that, especially to a, a a big important player like like Drew Brees is to the Saints. But uh, Teddy Bridgewater came in and actually looked pretty good uh, in the amount of time that he played. So it uh, it wasn't too bad. Um, couple notes on the Rams. They uh, had a little struggle in the red zone. That is something that we're going to need to work on. Twice before the half, the Rams didn't make it into the end zone. Once, they were stopped. Uh, and the other, it was a fumble by Goff. And that was after the Brandon Cook's 57-yard reception, um, which, of course, that hurt. But, uh, you know, we, those are things that I think we can fix. And... Um, you know, that'd be two more scores on the board, which certainly um, would be nice. Wade Phillips continues to just dominate in the defense department. The Rams defense held the Saints to only nine points total and three points in the first half. Again, that was without Drew Brees, but still, uh, Teddy Bridgewater's no slouch, and the the rest of that Saints team, you know, that that is a competent offense. So to hold those guys to only nine points, that's that's impressive, especially considering uh, there was a little Aaron Donald scare during the game, where uh, he he was hit pretty hard on his side and uh, caused some pain in his back. He went back to the locker room, but fortunately did return to the game, and it's looking like he's uh, he's okay. So um, 
uh, injury avoided there, but uh, always good when Aaron Donald is on the field. The uh, I think the MVP for the Rams of the game is Cooper Cup. Gosh dang it. Good to have that guy back. He went off for 120 yards. One of the plays, he ripped through five defenders, all of which touched him, but he got past stiff-armed Marshawn Lattimore, and uh, he was just inches short of scoring. That guy, you know, not having him last season in the time he was injured was rough. So it is great to have him back. Um, and this uh, this offense with Goff kind of, you know, finding his groove is is only going to get better. So in the uh, arena of officiating, Saints fans, unfortunately, are going to have to get their redemption at a future date because they're not going to get it this time around. Not only did they lose Drew Brees, but unfortunately, there was also a questionable call yet again uh, for their team against the Rams. In the second quarter, Jared Goff was hit and the ball came out and... Cam Jordan scooped it up and returned it for an 87-yard touchdown. The bad news is, for the Saints anyway, that uh, when Cam picked up the ball and ran, the refs called the ball dead and blew the whistle. But the refs did not see that uh, it was a fumble. They called it an incomplete pass. So, But unfortunately, since the whistle was blown, the touchdown didn't count, and that is that. So another blown call, but... Um, that's, uh, that's just too bad for the saints. They'll have to, they'll have to just get their redemption another time. So that was a win, a huge win for our mob squad. Um, it's got to feel good. I, I feel like that was one of the games that, one of the tougher games, certainly in the beginning of the season. Again, our starters have only played two games because, uh, coach McVeigh, you know, held them out for all the preseason. So, those cobwebs are getting blown off trial by fire. We got the Cleveland Browns in week three, then uh, Tampa Bay Bucks, then we play the Seahawks, 49ers, Falcons. So the schedule ahead, you know, it's not like we want to fall asleep on any of these guys, but um, it's it's looking like we're going to have a, a solid stretch here. Uh, so we have the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland on Sunday night, the marquee Sunday night game, which I... I still don't understand how the Saints this last weekend wasn't the marquee game, but whatever. So we're playing the Cleveland Browns. This this should be a win. Um, I know there's a lot of hype with the Browns. They're coming off a big 23-3 win against the Jets, but that was a Sam Darnold-less Jets because apparently uh, in your mid-20s you can still get mono. I don't know how that happened. But <laughs> Sam Darnold in the most Jets thing ever is out indefinitely with mono. So the uh, the Cleveland Browns beat them handily. Um, so we'll be heading to Cleveland to take them on. This, uh, this should be a Rams win. I think, you know, one thing we're going to want to keep an eye on is Miles Garrett. That guy, he currently leads the league in sacks. He's just been... a uh, uh, force to be reckoned with through their uh, their first two games. But again, that's against a Jets team and a Tennessee Titans team, which I think the the verdict is still out on. So um, 
you know, this this is something we'll want to keep an eye on. Certainly, the offensive line is going to want to keep him in check, but uh, not something that uh, they shouldn't be able to handle. Uh, and uh, yeah, expect uh, our Rams wide receivers to to have a busy day. Goff should be improving. Goff should be spreading the ball around, and and uh, and Rams should be scoring some touchdowns. I, I expect this to be a, a high-scoring game for the Rams, and uh, I, I don't think the Cleveland Browns will totally disappoint, but again, the, the spotlight's on them, and uh, this is a, a, a young Cleveland Browns team that, it's Cleveland. They're going to find a way to Cleveland it up. That's what they do. And um, so I think... Uh, uh, not to jinx it, but should be a handed, should be a solid win for our mob squad. So that's it. It's a quick show. Just uh, wanted to cut through, get all the, the important stuff out there. Next week, Darren will be back and we'll kind of dig more into our Rams. But uh, that's it for this week. Be sure to check us out on Twitter for all our up-to-date news and info, and that's at the Rams House. You can also check out the Guys in Shorts show, where we talk about L.A. sports. Uh, well, we talk about all sports and also entertainment and pop culture. So everything over there, that's Guys in Shorts, and uh, check that out as well. All right, that's it for this week. I'm Jeff Wilson. Thanks for listening to the Rams House. Whose house? Rams House! It's just not the same with only one person. 